Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Real Talk NYC Real Estate podcast with John and... <laughs> I gave that Jonathan, to Jonathan, I know, you're totally out of practice. It's I been totally a long gave time. It to him. He we did. have missed you terribly, our trusted audience. And uh, this podcast is all about last year in New York City real estate. 2021. Yeah. Which was a stellar, incredible banner year. You know, every category, whether it's by price, by size, et cetera, total volume sold, total contract signed was highest since there was that was that was not highest I, on record, but it was highest, highest since but like the contract signs were like highest on record. Sold and closed. Yes. Highest ever. We beat 30 billion. Many, many records. It was over 30 billion, so 30.8 billion, mm -hmm. I guess, in sales for the year. But most importantly, it was where the rest of the country was really starting to transact in 2020, you know, during COVID, where there was this exodus out of Manhattan into and all these, uh, you know, the, the, the rest of the country was exploding and then people were exiting. And then all of a sudden at the end of 2020, they started to retreat back to Manhattan and 2021 was just like the floodgates were open. So as Jonathan said, all price points, all rooms, you know, like uh, categories of apartments traded with, believe it or not, the larger apartments exceeded the smaller apartments the volume of yeah. bigger apartments which traded in 2021 yes which which brings me to the first thing that we need to address which is the reason why we were a little bit delayed on on putting this out because we have had annual statistics from corcoran for a bit yes. but we over the past month we were re-verifying data that we had collected and some of our resources did not line up so we do have a difference in terms of price point and by size in terms of the different categories that are doing a certain level of percentage higher than others and it's due to some data integrity that wasn't quite there so now the trend has remained the same so it's just the depth of that trend or the exacerbation of uh, you know so much percentage over the last uh, over that five-year average that we always look at. It just was not as high of numbers as what we now have, and we've re-verified and re-verified. And, and now we have a system in place where the numbers will be the same methodology. I know you love and this in, stuff. And you in look at yeah. to our audience, I had John really screwed it. it up. Just show me the numbers and let me Mr. sell the apartment. Mr. Economics major. That's correct. I was a finance I, major. Let's get to the numbers. Let's, let's just go. talk. Yeah, we let's we like to it. pick out a few of the main numbers and, and talk about it. So contract signs, we look at 2021 versus a five-year average from 2015 to 2019. And we just, we negate 2020 ever happened, which I think most people don't have a problem with, but certainly our statistics and stuff that we have from that time, from that year are, are you know, totally out of whack. And certainly that has only become more clear as we've gone through 2021. Now, as we go into 2022, we will compare back to 2021 as well. And perhaps still that five-year average just to give us a, a basis because inventory at the end of the day is not blowing up in terms of there's, no, there's only so much development that can be done. So of course, if you look at sheer number of inventory, that's total inventory in all of Manhattan, what we look at, the 49 neighborhoods that we focus on, on the island of Manhattan, that number has increased because of all the development that's happened over the last 20 years. But 
not uh, statistically insignificant when we're uh, we're kind of basing when we're looking at all of these percentages and such. So, very good. So did you get all in, that? Nope. So so let's dive right into the numbers. So contract signs for 2021 based on the Corcoran Group, uh, the Corcoran Report was 16,547 contract signs and sold and closed sales 15,624. So to put it into context, the volume of contract signs year over year were up 110%. Okay, so between 2021 and 2020, and then, of course, keeping in mind that 2020 was an kind of a toss yeah. out year. So if you look at that five-year average, though, it's still up 36% Correct. based on the data that we collected. So Huge either way you slice it, yeah, that's, a big, a, that's yeah. a big number. That's a big difference, you know. And the sold and the closed year-over-year mm -hmm. numbers were over 98% increase from 2020 to 2021. So Again, a huge banner year in Manhattan real estate. So what I find interesting is as you, as you look at the numbers, as we moved through 2021, so the four quarters, we, we pulled this information on a quarterly basis. In Q1, we were up 28%, Q2, 36%, Q3, 38%, and Q4, 42% over that five-year average. So what we've seen is an acceleration of the market over last year, which is great. But what we've seen at the same time is a, a huge decrease in inventory. So the new listings coming on the market are not able to keep up with the demand. Just to put it also into context for the audience. So at the end of Q4 2020 in Manhattan, there were 6,270 units. So 6,270 units versus year before at 99.64. So a decrease of inventory of 37%, which is really significant. It tells us a lot of apartments sold in 2021, but what we look at, given the fact that we're, we have boots on the ground, we're the ones selling the residential real estate, we're the ones now that are in 2022, we look at, like Jonathan said, the trends, what's happening now and where we foresee the market headed, best to guide the sellers and best to guide our buyers. So let's talk about that. Well, going to the number one thing that determines price is supply and demand. So as supply goes down and demand is still very high, which it is, which it is, what we see is pricing start to firm up, start to appreciate, start to go up, whatever terminology you want to use. But it also moves it moves us from a buyer's market into a seller's market, right. which is what we've seen over the past year where we've had bidding wars back into our discussions and our in our workplace we're hearing a lot of bidding situations happening we've had already this year we've had two instances where we had a deal and then it got you know somebody came in and put a higher bid on the table or whatever so we are seeing that regularly which you know a seller's market transitioning markets is is challenging because there's a lot of psychology that goes into sure. it and keeping you know, buyers engaged in terms of this is not what we're used to. We That's thought right. COVID and thought, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day about just somebody upstate and talking about the mass exodus from Manhattan. And I'm like, that is, that's, that's so 2020, you know, Correct. somebody, I met a buyer today, exactly in a large apartment. And she mentioned about the exodus from Manhattan. I said, well, initially, yes, but then people have all come back. You yeah. see, 
And that is evident in the, the state of our market. So, yeah. but let's, let's talk about, so the supply and the demand is really important. The buyer psychology now is there's this sense that interest rates now are moving up. We yeah. hear every day, the Fed's going to be raising that, uh, the, the, the rate rates, and then we're going to see increase in, in, in uh, mortgage rates. And we've seen, we've seen improve, in, increase in mortgage rates. They've been the highest in two years now. So obviously they're still historically low, but buyers are jumping into the market. They want to get their apartment. The big thing, the biggest thing that we have to say are to our sellers. If you are thinking about making a move in 2022, now is the time to call us to put your apartment on the market. It is a great time to list your apartment. We are actually seeing in one instance, an apartment that has been decreased because of the level of volume of work needed on it. The work, an apartment that needs work by the value because the supply chains are starting to loosen up and now those value apartments are getting a lot of attention. We have an apartment that's been decreased, decreased, decreased. Now we have two bids on it. So where it's going to go, we don't know, but that's what's going to be the norm, like Jonathan's saying. Yeah. More bidders jumping in on these on the low it's, inventory. And we'll see those nuances. We talked about on our last podcast, we talked about one of the nuances in our market are, are these apartments that need a lot of work. Correct. And what that demand and lack of supply is going to do is it's going to sort of erase those nuances. Correct. Um, because people are going to just buy whatever they can buy because they want to they want to buy the hard asset. They want to get you know something into less less volatile world okay, than so talk, the stock expand market. upon that though the hard asset versus well anytime uh, any yeah, yeah anytime we're in anytime we're in a market where there is a lot of volatility in the stock market people generally speaking want to pull their money out of the stock market and put it into a hard asset the number one hard asset is real estate and especially if they're buying for a primary residence because now not only are you securing your capital but you're also providing yourself a home, you know, for you or your family or what have you. So, and inflation on top of that, the inflation hurts in terms of if somebody, if an apartment needs work. So that will push the other way, which which is part of the reason why those apartments that need a lot of work have been uh, have been challenging is all the material costs, et cetera, that have gone up right. along with everything else in this world. But but again, if the pricing is so low. <laughs> there's yeah. so much value to be had. Yeah, there, there be, there's a tension and the buyers are now starting to scoop. Yeah, and I have clients right now that I'm working with that want to buy a place that needs work. They want to put their stamp on something. They've been through it before and on a smaller apartment and they want to go for a bigger space and they want to, they're buying their long-term home. So they want to make it their own. If you yeah. have the, the tenacity, if you have the patience and you have the wherewithal, to embark on a renovation. And the team. That is, and the team, that is the way to go. I've done it twice. Or buy and, a place um, now that maybe you can live in. It almost got me a divorce, but I did it. What? All right. No. <laughs> or buy a, buy a place that you, that's livable. Maybe it's not exactly that's how right. you want it, but the rest exactly. of the market's viewing it as, oh, it's a gut renovation. It's a gut renovation. And that's what's stopping in the way. There's an opportunity there. Huge. But I see that opportunity starting to slip away as the demand is still high and supply is so low. So that's certainly uh, one of the caveats and, or one of those nuanced markets that I think may be at risk here. I think it, there's still some time on it. 
I hope so because I want to find something fantastic for my clients. But of course, we will find that. We always do. So, so the lesson to be had is that Manhattan's always been here, but the real estate market is is back. It's been robust. It's going to remain robust this year. That's our forecast for this year. We are excited. We are boots on the ground. All of us are busy, and we are contacting sellers who may be thinking about selling you know, that we haven't spoken to in a while and telling them now's a really good opportunity for you. Yeah. Or let's put it back on the market. We have some that we took off the market that we're going to perhaps be putting back on the market that we said, let's wait and see what happens as the, uh, the world thaws out here. And one um, last thing, as far as the buyers go with interest rates still in the low 3% range, when I started selling real estate, they were at 8% and they were coming down. And when I got my first house at five and a half percent, that was a golden interest rate. So these low, 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 low interest rates will go one place and that's where they're going to be pushing up. So if you're, you're concerned, oh my God, well, the rates are high. They are not high. They are really, really, really historically yeah. low and buy the real estate now. Yeah. Do not wait. It's a great inflation hedge. And I think in two to three years, particularly first-time buyers in this marketplace, if you are buying your starter apartment, do not wait. Buy the apartment. You will be happy that you did. And then in two years when we sell it, you're going to be very happy. Well, okay, three, four years, right? Yeah. All right. That's my plug. So That's your plug. I think uh, we're ha happy new year, right? I'm going to say happy new oh year. Even though it's is, this a, is this the first one we've done since new year? Yes, it is. Oh my god, I've missed you terribly. It feels like, is it even 2023 yet? Thanks for watching everybody. Do you want to? Is that it? it? Is that yeah, all we that's, got? That's all that I have. I thought you had a few more statistics in there. Um, no, I see they a lot give of me scribbles. a headache. As always, if you need anything, you wanted to talk about specific categories of apartments, specific nuances in the, in the market, feel free to reach buying, out to us. Contemplate Definitely buying. contact complimenting con contemplating selling reach out we're here and we love what we do and we want to have fun doing it so as always john it's been Pleasure. it's been real thank you all for watching be healthy be safe and most of all remain in gratitude we will see you next month next well later this month later we got to do month, better yeah. we'll do better this month yeah we're, we're kicking it into gear in the meantime take care stay warm Thanks for watching or listening to the Real Talk NYC Real Estate Podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, GestaskaConlinTeam.com, or you can find us on all social media with the handle at GestaskaConlinTeam. If this show was helpful, entertaining, or informative, consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.